Hey, Zach, what's up? Not much, man. How about you, bro? I'm pretty good. It's been a good week. Oh, it has? Yeah. How about you? It's, it's been okay. <laughs> right on. I mean, yeah, what? Prepping for prepping for events. Right on. What's it called? So what are we talking about today? Well, first, let's uh, introduce uh, our, our listeners to our podcast. Welcome to Two Cooks Without a Kitchen. I'm Vince. This is Zach. And uh, welcome to Two Cooks Without a Kitchen. You know, Zach and I are wandering cooks and... Uh, <laughs> gypsy and chefs. And gypsy chefs, so to speak. And uh, we've learned, uh, we've learned uh, a fair amount of uh, things, being the gypsy chefs and moving around and resourcefulness and uh, learning to appreciate our craft and honing it oh, and yeah. making us better, which Every is the day. most important thing for us as cooks. <clears throat> so uh, today we are going to, today's topic, we are going to talk about tacos. Tacos. And oh, that's, that's so cool because I'm actually prepping for the taco event. Right on. And uh, let me just rephrase that. Tacos. We're talking about tacos. Uh because I'm sure I will get crucified. I will get crucified for saying tacos and not tacos. Tacos. <laughs> and uh, so we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna start off. What is a taco, Zach? What's your version of a taco? What do you think a taco is? I don't know. Share your personal view. My personal view on a taco. I mean, well, like I I believe that the tortilla. Like I, I like some people like corn, some people like flour. I prefer corn most of the time. Uh, I think it is the perfect vehicle for for eating, especially on the go. It's it's so versatile. You can change any kind of ingredient. You can change any of the ingredients, and it still will make a good taco. Excellent. Right on. Well, I guess I'm, what a taco is for me. I mean, a taco is pretty much exactly what you said. You know, it's, you know, a taco is a plate. Yeah. It's a little plate where you can have your choice of topping goodness. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you're from the vegetarian or vegan aspect to the meat eater or pork lover or fish lover or seafood lover. It doesn't matter. It's a perfect, perfect escape. It's a perfect vehicle for it, you know, especially if you're on the go. What makes tacos so great besides the filling? Well, it's the tortilla. I mean, right there, it's, it's about a good tortilla. No matter what, it's like people come back for a tortilla. Right. People don't always come back for the filling or the toppings or maybe even the salsa. They come back for the tortilla. Yeah, very true. Man, you know what? That is a, that is a, that's, that's a good... That's a good start. That's probably a very accurate statement. You know, followed by number two after the tortilla has yeah. to be the salsas. Yeah. Because that's something that I've always, I've always talked to other, other, not just chef friends and cook friends, other just friends and people in general, that the filling can be okay, but the tortilla and the salsa have to be great. Yeah. And but always in that order, good, good tortillas, good salsas, good tortillas, good salsas. Yeah, and I mean, even they've said it in Ugly Delicious. It's like when you're looking for a taco joint, you look at the tortilla and you look at the salsas. You know, and we, I take that from personal experience as well. Yeah. 
who doesn't like a fresh tortilla and who doesn't like fresh salsa yeah. salsas so what what are some of the typical stuff that is filled uh, that fills a taco well with my tacos most of the time I do like I have two standard tacos in, on my menu which is pulled pork mm-hmm. which everybody loves pork I, I don't think I mean there are some people who, who who say pork is bad for you but man it just tastes so good so good and then I have a veggie one which really works out but I I kind of go a little Asian-y with the with the veggie one so you kind of you kind of make it you work your little gourmet magic and take and run yeah. a little personal touch from you Hell yeah right on and uh, what my favorite though like growing up is always barbacoa tacos on Sunday and then in the morning a good old-fashioned breakfast taco cool like like, oh, uh, you can't be a good breakfast taco. Right on. Well, let me. Uh, what else? What else might you ask? Is uh, fills fills a taco? What are the fillings? We have. <laughs> that's, that's endless. You know, basic stuff that you that you listen that you hear to, and you go to Mexico, uh, chicharrón, chicharrón prensado, chicharrón, <laughs> either in salsa verde or salsa roja. Yeah. There's barbacoa. There's tripa. Tripa oh, is beef intestine or pig intestine but here in our in our region of the of texas. of texas we stick with beef we do tripas tripas de res and then there's mollejas there's mollejas there's lengua suadero fajita carnitas trompo and bistec um <laughs> just to name a few and pretty much anywhere you go to any taqueria or any ta- a- any I mean, taco stand you go, pinga, at least. Freaking, like, I mean, any way you can cook any kind of, any kind of protein. What you would figure as a protein. It take, can the take president in the, in, in the in taco. The taco. Hell yeah. Hi, girlfriend. Hi, girlfriend. Join the podcast again. So, everything that goes into that, you know, that's just some of the basic stuff that we see here in our region, in our area of the woods, neck of the woods, so to speak, you know, but you go to, you go to different places, different parts of the state or the country, depending where everybody's from, you can, uh, you can, uh, you can bank, you can go to the bank that they have different fillings and different, different salsas. And different seasoning. Correct. And, uh, right. So, so you know the, the some some do carnitas, which is pork, slow slow cooked pork in its own you know in its own fat, and then it's kind of kind of just confit, as we say, and uh, that's what it is. It's confit, and then we have uh, guisados, which is anything with stews yeah. and, and carne guisados. Well, is there course. also carne isada, Car- which carne is more grilled meat? Right, and then, and that's we're headed to that one. Uh, guisados or or not guisados I'm sorry asados al carbón which is anything that's cooked over wood or or charcoal so to speak uh, tacos al pastor which is super tasty yeah. uh, pork uh, and adobo seasoned and spices pineapple. And, and grilled pineapple and it sounds like a weird combination if you haven't had it you please that's like a must try it's super delicious and you know there's 
I've even done El Pastor Chili. You know, that it, that's something that comes, doesn't necessarily, it comes from Mexico, but we it comes from the, from... From the Le- Lebanese immigrants that were in Mexico, that's on. That's yeah. the counterpart. That's the equal to shawarma. Yeah, and uh, that's where we get that's, the trompo from. That's that's where the idea for trompo came around. It was from shawarma and a lot of Lebanese spices. And and there's a you, you see the Lebanese spice, uh, you know, cook uh, cooking pantry and, and yeah. the pantry, and you look at a Mexican pantry, and there there's a lot of spices that are similar, but a lot better. Same, same with Indian kitchens. Same with with, exactly but i mean mexico is a big melting uh, pot yeah, yeah it is a giant melting pot like they have gotten food influence from so many people but the tortilla is it's something that's kind of been there for a, a long time for a long time <laughs> but since ten thousand bc yeah something crazy like that you know and there's a lot of contradicting stories of what goes into that people you know different historians go at it with each other yeah. and then you also have passionate cooks and chefs like us that don't believe yeah. that it's something that the taco just got popularized at the turn of the 19th century and some argue even further back but that's something that's always always uh, always is happening you know with the ongoing that's kind of like the who invented the pasta the asian the 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 asians or the italians that's kind of like, yeah, that's like, kind of what this ongoing battle and historians and chefs go at it and it doesn't really matter. It just the only thing that it matters. It it, it sparks up, uh, uh, flares up its passions, and and people get pissed what, off. I mean, what, because what, we don't what are the be... staples like true staples from from South America and Mexico? You know, at least from Mexico, corn and avocado, aguacate. That's mm-hmm. always and chocolate and chocolate. You know, <laughs> and that's kind of like the staples, man. And and so corn. Corn in Mexico is non-GMO, man, yeah. and, and so it had to be processed. It had to be processed, and then you know th- there's a process. Wh- wh- when like, like Native Americans are the ones who really figured it out, right? And, man, and it just it goes so much into making a tortilla, and because first you have to grow the corn, you have to you have to make it, you yeah. have to you soak have to it, soak it in in, 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 in lime. And but where did you get lime from back man, then? Li- believe it or not, I, limestone. And there's limestone a problem. Li- charcoal. And it's a it's a it's a long process. Yeah. Holy smokes! I looked into it a little bit, and you know, you're talking about taking limestone, heating it up, uh, cooling it down, and bang it in the lime that brings the lime straight up to the surface, yeah. and then you just kind of bang it out, and it falls it falls apart, mm-hmm. and then you know that goes into a chemical a chemical breakdown water, once water. it water and, and lime yeah. and it starts breaking the it makes the corn edible edible it's it's nuts so it go, speaking of corn i don't know if y'all can hear it in the background the elote guys uh, making is coming around <laughs> making an appearance so Especially it, right when we're talking about corn. <laughs> right on cue, yes. We don't have a soundboard, but we have that elote man in construction work in the background, and we have girlfriends, so yeah. me out of that and <laughs> and all that good stuff. So, you know, there's, there's uh, back to the tacos. There's tacos de cabeza, you know, and that's tacos yeah, de cabeza. Yeah, I mean, it just depends where you are, and yeah. everybody, call, some people call it, Tacos de cabeza, but to me, that's kind of like, like barbacoa. Yeah, that's how I always saw barbacoas. When I was taught what barbacoa was, was the whole cow head. And they stewed it 
or smoked it for a very, very long time. Right, for hours and hours. That's very, usually what we had on Sunday mornings or early yeah. Saturday mornings, and it was just something... And we, that's what you did with your family. Is, it, exactly. Uh, touching on the barbacoa subject, and it... it you know, you'll talk to, it just depends on individuals and the, yeah. the cooks and, and, and regions people, in Mexico and regions in here in, in the States, too. They do it differently. Uh, barbacoa, to some people, is just straight up uh, beef cheek yeah. and nothing but beef cheek. For others, it's just lengua, which is cow tongue, mm. and that's it. And for others, it's, it's the, whole the, whole, animal. The, the whole animal, uh, whether, whether it be lamb or goat. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, but that's more in the southern regions of Mexico, mm-hmm. uh, Puebla, Oaxaca, you know, here with, us, here with us, at least how I grew up, tacos de cabeza, barbacoa, let's, we're going to make a cabeza, you know, you, you, you chomp yeah. at everything, man. Yeah, and, you and, eat everything, the eyeballs, eyeballs, the fucking tongue, the brain, brain the all cheek, of it. you know, and that's kind of where I kind of got my first taste of, of, of like, you know, awful, calf- yeah, oh, offals or offals of cow brains and, and what have you not. And that ru- that runs along the same roots as, uh, you know, mollejas because mm-hmm. molleja is a thymus gland, yeah, but we only get it in calves, in, in calves. And it's so it looks, it looks, it looks gross, off putting, but it's so delicious. I promise, <laughs> yeah, it's super, it's super tasty. It's a milk fed organ, oh, yeah, and so. There's so many things that you can fill tacos with, and, and there's so much history behind every one of these single items. You know, for Christ's sake, man, uh, tripas. Oh. Some people can't stand, stand tripas. Like, like, I but, love it. And there's like, it, with me, like, uh, I like it fried, but some mm. people like it medium. Mm. Like, just like sauteed a little bit. Yes, sir. And, and you know, and these are, these are, tacos are, is a, uh, it's a touchy subject because it, it evokes so many strong emotions in different peoples and uh, well, I, individuals. I so it's important. It's important to be able to keep an open mind because if you're passionate about how you feel of what a taco is and a taco embodies to you, it embodies the same something else to somebody else. We don't necessarily have to like it, but we, we yeah. respect it. And, it and, and as cooks, we, we look at it from a point of view, hey, this is somewhere where I'm lacking knowledge. Maybe I can pick up something. And that's when we start, you know, experimenting and trying new things out because we're all about growing as cooks. And flavors. And flavors and developing your flavors and your palate and textures and mm-hmm. what have you. And the whole nine yards, you know. Uh, let's talk about, let's talk, you know, we talked a, lot, a little bit about the tortillas and and it started off with cor- with straight up corn somewhere along the line. Well, it's when the Spanish came to to South America and and all that, and they wanted they missed their uh, they missed their they missed their wheat. So that's how it got introduced to us. Yeah, you know, into this continent from a whole other continent, and so. <laughs> <laughs> So, thank you, girlfriend. Thank yeah. you a lot, man. So, you know, so so when wheat was brought over, mm-hmm. somewhere along the line, the orange, the tortilla, flour tortilla was born. Yeah, and if Which, you, we we all think it it did come probably with what the Lebanese movement, Lebanese and Arabic and and 
you know, yeah. and you and you see it in those cultures. They have yeah. chapati. Mm-hmm. They have, the Pakistanis have chapati, and the Lebanese have the naan, mm-hmm. and then there's also like the pitas. Yeah. So, and it's not just them. Every culture yeah. has some way, shape, or form a bread, a bread, or dumpling sheets or mm-hmm. something. It it plays all in a in, something with some kind of flour, some kind of flour product, whether it's rice flour, wheat. It doesn't matter at all. Some type of bread is always in play. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's what, what built cultures is bread. <coughs> that is correct. You know, and... But going back to the tortilla, the tortilla is what built, built North America and South America, I believe. I mean, I mean, pandek, I mean the only thing I could think about that, like, can even like come towards it would be pan de campo and you know and that's kind of more of a texas thing or you know that was kind of like a tex-mix kind of because they i guess it was a play on the biscuit man and honestly that's what i think it was because it it, i mean pan de campo is a little bit different yeah and you know different recipes and i mean the yeah, the versions that I've had of pan de campo is just or a big biscuit. What, the fried bread, right? Oh, and then there's there there is fried bread, uh, that's Native American staple, and mm-hmm. it's kind of develops kind of it, the tortilla as mm-hmm. flour tortilla aspect, yeah. and it's fried and it they fill it with tacos. So it's I think every culture has 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 had some type of impact with with flour, wheat, corn, mm-hmm. you know, in any in some way, shape, or some form. Some kind of grain. Right. And it takes place precedent in in their in their staples, man, in their in their eating habits. Mm-hmm. And so <clears throat> now it's just tacos have you know, popularized right. itself so much and it's like <clears throat> But in the early days, it wasn't so, man. It really wasn't. Like, like, like you said, it's, it was the probably the way tacos started. It was the perfect vehicle for a meal. Like, they had cooked meats and whatever veggies they had. And, like, they needed something because, I mean, not everybody had plates. <coughs> Correct. Now, there is a little, there is, there is a, there is a gentleman. Uh, his name is Jeffrey Pilcher. And he's a historian, and he's he wrote a book. It's called Taco Planet. And this guy, he refers to the history of tacos, uh, refers to the silver miners in Mexico, mm-hmm. and how they the word taco wasn't that the word taco was referred to the to the explosive. They used to take basically some gunpowder, roll it up, and they they would use it to dig. They dig a hole. And put that little roll of piece of paper with gunpowder, and they put it in the hole, and that's how they would extract the, the ore from the from the mines. Yeah. And so they called it a taco. Now that's just that I, I read into that and looked into something like that, <laughs> but there's a lot of contradicting stories yeah, to it but, I mean, as it's well. Just like, I mean, you gotta look at like taco versus curry. Right. Curry wasn't curry. There is no word in Indian in. In Indian culture, that there's a word for curry. It, right. it, they just the English came in and, and bastardized saw, it. Yeah, and saw and saw that <coughs> anything soupy or saucy it was a curry. Was a curry, and yes. they named it curry. Of course. So with that, and then back to the origin of the taco, and it was a little explosive, right? It was ex- to extract ore. Yeah. So when they started bringing food, you know, the 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 working in the mines was so remote. They would, that's where it's room. They, he also states that tacos de canastas also because they, ro- they brought them in and they were rolled into little taquitos. Yeah. 
In the flautas. Or taquitos or flautas, whatever. And they called it a taco because it was, you know, it was, they served it with, with picante sauce or, or hot salsas mm -hmm. and it, a little, a little rolled up tortilla yeah. with, with, with filling and called uh, a flata to us right flata or taquito i think uh, i'm gonna say on taquitos like i think flat between flatas and taquitos like flatas are bigger than taquitos their taquitos are wrapped smaller right and i and and, and that's where it comes taqui, taquito ta, and they call them tacos taquitos mineros mm -hmm. you know because tacos for the miners yeah you know so that's where that came from but there's a lot of contradicting stories, and I, like I said, it evokes a lot of passionate people. People, and you know, they're quick to shoot to shoot this guy down. If like a really quick. Is listening to this? Please send us a message. We want to know. We want to know what your take is on it. You know, we're we're just there, there's so many so much information that we can't process what where it really started, which I still believe it started in 10,000 BC. But, it, you know, the, what we do know, there's a lot of things that we don't know about tacos. And yeah. there's a, the only thing that we can say for certain is that it evokes extreme passion. You know, uh -huh. tacos evoke the extreme passion in people. And it yeah. lights a fire under your ass. Oh, yeah. And you're, you're, I mean, it's like going into a pol uh, uh, political debate. <laughs> it's pretty, you know, it can, I mean. Like, well, yeah, it is. It's about the salsa. It's about what they put in it. It's it 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 can change. That's why it's so hard to lock down like what makes a perfect taco. So, before we started, before we started, you know, the recording, Zach and I were having a conversation about tacos, and he said that he's like somebody wanted to. So I got into an argument and in, in a fight with somebody who was arguing about with you about what well, barbacoa was. Please share that with us, Zach. Okay, so I was talking with this guy, and I, I every Sunday where I was working at, I would make bar uh, I would make barbacoa, and I mixed uh, lengua with cheek. That's what I could get, so that's what I would do. And so the guy told me one day, he's like, "Dude, well, you're adding tongue, you're adding tongue to it. Those are tacos de lengua, not barbacoa." And I'm like, "No." Barbacoa started out as a whole animal kind of thing. It, it, in my culture, well, in my standings, it was the whole head. So it was lengua, it was cheek, it was eyeball, it was brain. Brains. Yeah. It was all of that. And like, he's like, no, dude, lengua is separate by itself. And I was like, no. And it can be. Yeah. But that is not, that is not what barbacoa really is. For us, it, you know, and you can make barbacoa straight out of meat cheek and yeah. straight out of tongue yeah. and nothing else. And it's still good. And it's still delicious. You know, but as you go into, Mex into, into Mexico City and other, and other places in Mexico, the, more whole, animal the whole animal part, which brings you to the borrego and birria. Yeah. And, and, and there's birria de res and there's birria de, de borrego, birria de chivo. Mm -hmm. There's all kinds of... Like Christina Martinez is selling barbacoa mm -hmm. fucking... And she does goat. And she does goat. Yeah. And, 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 and people love, love it. it. And oh, she's, my God. So... It, different parts of the diff, different regional areas of the country yeah. bring the, you know there's 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 smaller subcultures man yeah. and it, it well, ties into the whole big culture as what Mexican it ties in into with Mexican, Mexican culture, culture. Me it isn't just one thing it, it's it's more of a regional thing like China is 
Right. Like China is separated into regions. And, and, and it's so true, man, because, you know, you have the tienes lo norteño, which is the northern part. Yeah. Tienes lo costeño, which is the coastal side. And then what, you, Oaxaca. Oh, and then you the, have the, the, south, the, the side. south side. And then you have Puebla. Mm-hmm. And then a Ciudad de Mexico, mm-hmm. Michoacán, where, where, you know, the, all these regions in Mexico, they bring something different to the plate. Mm-hmm. You know, and going off the topic a little bit, not not necessarily, but we're sticking with the tortillas. You know, in, in certain parts of Mexico, when you go and eat uh, menudo, which is uh, tripe, yeah. you go and eat it, and we it's something we eat here a lot. You know, here in the north, they they put hominy in the menudo. Yeah. In the south, they don't put hominy. It's just straight up tripe. Cut. It's just, straight up it's tripe. just tripe. Uh, let uh, onion. I mean onions. Onion, cilantro, and jalapeño, and that, and here in the north they offer you tortilla. That's it. And in the south they give you the option: do you want a, a corn tortilla or bread? Mm-hmm. And when I first heard that, it blew my mind. I was like, "That's a bread. That's a little fucking weird." <laughs> and you know, because yeah. I, I, you know, thirty some years I've been eating, <laughs> but I've menudo, eaten, menudo with pozole to- and menudo. And like it's served so many different ways. Like I, I've eaten it with lettuce. I've eaten it with cabbage, cabbage. radishes. It just, it just depends. Onion, cilantro. Uh, what else? Like hominy, no hominy. And it's a, it's regional, cultural, it's cultural. And I, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't want. I mean, but I, I have to have mine with hominy. Like it's like I, I can't have menudo without hominy. So it varies, just like with barbacoa and yeah. and and tacos. It it varies it varies it from region to region and city to city and tacos and taqueria to taqueria different taqueros bring something different to the plate and that's the beauty of tacos that you can go to a taco place and get something and it's man some of these guys you know doing it for- doing it forever some since they were kids they took over their parents and just some start off like us. Like you, like you and I, mm-hmm. you know, we started cooking classical cooking, and and, and, now, I'm tacos. and now you're making tacos and, <laughs> for the masses. And I'm sure, I'm, you know, some people are like, "Pues que sabe de tacos," you know, but they don't know that you grew up here and you, you know, you you've been you've been here, you've been around the culture, you've been, you yeah. know, you you eat the salsa. I used to as a kid. All right, I have a story. When I was a kid, this is how like how much I love chili. So, uh, if anyone doesn't know what a chili paquin plant is, it's actually a tiny chili that grows wild throughout, I mean, throughout Texas. Right. Uh, and Mexico. And, and northern Mexico. Mexico. And northern Mexico. Mexico. And uh, it looks like a little berry. So, as a little kid, my Ooh. uncles used to tell me that I, <laughs> I would go out to the tree and pick a, pick a chili paquin thinking maybe it was a berry, I guess, <laughs> as a kid. And I would eat it. And run inside, get drink some water or milk, That's and awesome. then come back out and do the same thing over again. I loved chili. So, what, he's paid his dues, folks. Yeah. Ya, este de gringo ya no tiene nada. <laughs> este de gringo ya no tiene nada. So, you know, he, he's, he's, you know, I have friends that tell me, like, why is he making tacos? He, he's, he's, he's a white a boy. boy. He's a gringo. And I'm like... It doesn't matter, you know, that, you know, it doesn't matter what your outside looks like. It's what's in your heart and what you're sowing. And Zach is, Zach, Zach has that, 
Mexican culture well ingrained deep in his in his heart and his gut and that so he sticks to it and and I admire that about you because you kind of fucking stick to your guns man and I know some people like ah, shrug the shoulder shrug the shoulder and like whatever but you don't can't do you, shit. you know but you don't give a fuck you kind of yeah. just pull through put your head down and you go 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 yeah. and and so props to you on that <coughs> so I, mean, I am I'm always a little jelly about you you grew up in it but you know. We've 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 essentially been exposed to the same kind of stuff, and and I and I have a little anecdote going back to the tortilla, and so I was living in Arkansas, I was living in Arkansas, and I hadn't been home to South Texas in a year, year and a half, and my my brother and my mom went to visit me, and I had one of my good friends, uh, he's like he would always we would always go out to Mexican restaurants. And they always, I would always get corn tortillas because the corn tortillas weren't made from scratch, but they, they're a lot, you can, they make a good tortilla, packaged tortilla, but yeah. they don't make a good packaged flour oh, tortilla. Oh, and I wanted, to fuck, I wanted to fucking kill myself. Even it, the raw ones. Holy suck. shit, man. It was like, oh, like, yeah, I, I remember I was like, tortillas, Edina. She brought them over and I uncovered, I, you know, they bring it over in the in the little container and I uncovered it and the smell of plastic hit me and I was like, fuck. So I'm like, okay, I'm not going to be an ass. I'm going to go ahead and try to enjoy it. I took a piece but once you go homemade tortilla, flour yeah, tortillas just, or any tortilla, any, any you can't go back, yeah. man. And the he would always... tortilla is going to be close to that. And he would always tell me, he was from Iowa and he was like, you're you're full of shit. That that's impossible. It's no way, no way, no way, no way. So my mom came over. I went, she's like, "Do you want me to make you some tortillas?" And I was like, "I went and bought some masa, and I went and bought some flour. I bought some lard, and I was like, make me tortillas, both make kinds. Fucking make me tortillas.' And I, and so she made me a, uh, she made me like a fifteen pound batch of tortillas. Yeah. You know, and that's a lot of fuck. And, and, and mind you. Cool them down, package, put them in little Ziploc bags, and stuck them in the freezer. And and I took some of them up to to Jeff, and I'm like, Jeff, here you go. He's like, he's like, huh? So these are the. I was like, they're still hot. He's like, we're about to eat dinner. We're and like, have can, some butter and some fucking tortilla. You see, and that's like another thing, butter tortilla, like. A tortilla, tortilla con mantequilla, and and like, he was oh. like, "Well, I'm, I made pork chops. I'm like, who cares? That's Just why I'm a eat it, man. I'm like, eat it, <laughs> eat it, eat it with your dinner." So he, you know, I leave him and I go home. The next day, I see I I see him at work, and he's like, he's like, "Man, you know what? Those tortillas were fucking good. You know, we had two. Mm-hmm. That's a plan for them. As I always have two. And he's like, I ended up ended up eating five. Five tortillas, and I'm like, yeah, dude, it'll do that to you. Yeah. I fucking hate you. <laughs> so, mind you, I told him I don't have any more tortillas, and I, I still had a, a, a good 10 pounds in my in my freezer, you know, already made and what have you not. And he's, we went to a Mexican restaurant, and we ordered, and he ordered the tortillas arena, right? Mm-hmm. And he eats them, and he's like, this is fucking... I mean, it was funny because I never, you know, he turned his nose, he, <laughs> he turned, turned up his nose. nose up on it. And he's like, this is fucking garbage. Something's wrong with this. <laughs> and I was like, no, man. I, I was like, I told you. He's it's like, all about fucking grandma making he, you fucking like, tortillas. And he was like, I fucking hate you. I hate you. You ruined me. <laughs> and, and I was like, I felt so bad. And I was like, listen, I was like, I'm sorry. I was like. 
Your, yeah, well, you, your mom made you fresh tortillas, and fuck you, and now, now I can't have them. I was like, you fucking suck. And he was, he, I mean, he was, this, he was from Iowa, and I don't think he'd ever had a tortilla, out of, like, made from scratch, right? Yeah. And he was so upset. I mean, even in him, and it evoked, a tortilla evoked such a passionate response from somebody who's never had a... A, a, a homemade tortilla just processed stuff. Yeah. And imagine what it does to people who grew up with it and eating it. Yeah. And it just, it, you know, he was so up. He was pissed off. <clears throat> I ended up giving him a couple more pounds of And yeah. he was like, he was like, you know, you're temporarily forgiven. But you need to figure out a way how to make these tortillas. Because <laughs> he's like, we can't go back to that. You can't go back to that. And so never can. That, that's a story about how I... You know, unfortunately, I ruined my friend's perspective and take on, on fl- like, and that's just flour but tortillas. But see, the thing is, with like I, I'm gonna say, with like the tortillas you get from the store, most they're all pre cooked, except right. for the raw ones, which you right. can get nowadays. But, but back in the day, you probably couldn't, couldn't get, get that. that. No, because we didn't have the right preservatives. Right, but those preservatives are what's fucking. The tortilla. the tortilla. Now, I will say this. There is a handful of tortillas, at least here in the Rio Grande Valley, in, the, in our neck of the woods, that are packaged that, are, that, aren't, that aren't horrible. doesn't yeah. matter make you punch somebody in the face. Yeah. Well, so. Esquisita, what? Mine? Uh, uh, shoot, I just forgot the name. Esquisita. Esquisita does an okay one. Yeah. And, and, and they do good. They do good corn, and yeah. so does Guerrero. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when it comes to the flour, there's a, there's a couple of brands, and, you know, it just it just depends. I just and don't work with enough and, flour. And we're we're fortunate enough, you know, just to make some of you all jelly in the in wherever our listeners are. If you, if you're not from Texas or if you're from North Texas, uh, for, in our in our local shopping grocery store H E B, um, you know they they make tortillas from yeah. scratch flour. So you can go to the store and buy flour, fresh homemade tortillas, and they're they, you know. But they that's might. like like every store has fresh tortillas. Like I can go over to uh, what's it called, the meat market. Right, and you get fresh homemade tortillas yes. from a tortilleria, yeah. and we have an abundance of tortillerias here. Yeah. And it's just something that that we're very fortunate. Thank goodness. <laughs> if you yeah. you know, oh, God. tortillas can be labor intensive, and it's a it's a labor of love. It really is. Yeah. Um, but now you can you can. Over oh, skip that process and just go Thank to a uh, tortilleria and get good flour tortillas, and because they're made it, and it's not a bad deal. It's a pretty decent gig. It's either yeah. that I'd rather have something Are, like that than nothing at all. Yeah. So right. it, it's kind of our staple, you know, like naan and yeah. and and yeah, pitas are to the like, Lebanese culture, and and bread are to the probably, French. There is probably not a single restaurant here. That doesn't sell the tortilla. Right. And so that's that's a little that's a little bit about just flour tortillas and just like our shared experiences yeah. and let's talk about when you go to a taqueria here, Zach, okay. and they give you the choices, man. They they, they give you what most of them have what? most of them have two standard salsas. Yeah. Salsa verde, salsa roja. Okay. And either the verde is either really fucking hot mm-hmm. or the salsa roja is hot. Yeah. But one, you know. One, and, one is mild and one is always very hot. Right. And so every every, every taqueria is, is different. Mm-hmm. So 
you kind of have to like, hey, is this hot? Mm. You know, somebody who likes spicy, taste both though and tell me which one's spicy. Because yeah. if you don't eat spicy, then you're you're in for Perfect. a fucking treat. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna hurt. But it's a good hurt. Yeah. I don't know if that makes sense. No, yeah, no one gets that. Like you you, I like it when my my like, even my mom says it too. She likes it when her lips hum. Yeah, and they do, man. And so. You know, there, there's always, they give you, most most places here, they give you two choices. Salsa verde, salsa roja. Now, something you come across always, they tell you, con todo, which means all the way. Mm-hmm. You want it with everything. And everything here, for the most part, you know. It's super simple. It's super onions simple. And, onions and cilantro. And avocado sometimes. Right. It depends. Or grilled onions. Yeah. It just depends where you go. Yeah. You know, and, you know, grilled onions and raw onions and cilantro. And, like, it, it, trust me, it's a killer combo. It's delicious. It's tasty. Yeah, chili tornados are kind of like a secondary thing. Toreados, yeah. You know, and that's a, that, that's a, that's a whole different thing. Mm-hmm. A chile toreado is a, it's a, it's a jalapeno, you or know, that you, or a serrano that you, that you, that's basically grilled over the open flame. And it's charred and it, man, and oh. it's so tasty and delicious. And that's not, you know. But see, that goes into salsas. It's like there's so many ways to do salsas. Like I do a smoked salsa. Right. And it, there's people that do salsas, salsas crudas, mm-hmm. you know, raw salsas. And it, and then there's uh, avocado salsa, salsa, which is the same thing as a salsa cruda because it's uncooked. Mm-hmm. And they just have a, an insane amount of avocado. Yeah. You know, so when they tell you all the way... You know, onions, cilantro, grilled onions. Do you, yeah. Yes or no? And, you know, it just depends which taqueria you go to, which yeah. taco stand. Now, I will say this. Uh, let me show a quick, uh, quick story. I was, in, I was living in, in Illinois at a, for, for work at a, at a certain time in my life, and there was a little a taco place. It's called Habanero Grill. Mm-hmm. And you would go in there, man, and... Oh, yeah. You go in there and Taco Tuesdays, and it was popping always. But they had the, the normal stuff, tripas, cabeza, barbacoa, chicharrón, chicharrón prensado, salsa verde, salsa roja. I mean, you name it. They had... It. Yeah. And so there's this couple in front of me. And so the girl's taking their order, and she's like, oh, we would like tripa. And, and I'm like, okay, because they were a white couple, right? And they're like, we'd like some tripa and, and, and chicharron. And I was like, okay. I was like, badass. I was like, right on, badass. And she's like, all the way. And the lady's like, yes, lettuce, tomato, cheese, and sour cream. Oh, my God. And, and, and I was like, wait, what? What the fuck? And she served them up. And, and I go up, and the girl's... You know, looks at me, hi, welcome, what can I get for you? And I told her in Spanish, quiero unos tacos de tripa. And she said, with everything? And I was like, con todo. And she's, and I was like, she, she, she told me, grilled onions, onion, raw, on, raw onion, and cilantro. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what happened to lettuce, cheese, tomato, and sour cream? And she, like, stopped, and she kind of, like, half cocked, her, like, <laughs> popped out her hip and put her hand on her hip. And she raised her eyebrow, and she was like, Really? She's like, but if that's how you want it, we'll make it to you. We'll make it for you like that. I'm like, we're we're here about the customer, and I was like, and I laughed, and I'm like, no, I just wanted con todo, just how we how you yeah. said it the first time. Yeah. She's like, we're a small town right now, you know, we're fortunate enough to be able to have you know, people that come to our that are patrons that come to our establishment 
but we have to cater to them, and that's what the food and beverage industry is about. Yeah. Well, catering I mean, to you people. Go to a Chinese ca- restaurant ain't gonna be Chinese. Yeah, food. To, right. It's an American, and that's it's an Americanized version of it. Yeah. So that that's with that. All, that's my all the way story, and I thought it was hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> here, here in the here in the RGV, in a, in a lot of places, at least in Dallas, Austin, San Antonio, where and Fort Worth, where I've where I've been, and even in Houston, you go and they ask you. You know, you order your beans, and they bring you a complimentary little glass of charro beans. Charro beans. Like, well, but yeah, like, but I, I like that, too. Or they give you a little soup. Right. And most of the time, you know, it's the beans. Yeah. And you come up, and they give you the tasty beans. And, you know, they have bacon or pan, or, or pancita mm-hmm. and, and cilantro, jowl, right? And, and, and so you eat them up, and you flavor it up with some salsa. Tasty, delicious, crazy, wicked, and if you want to get fancy, we could call that the amuse buse. <laughs> you know, the the starter. <laughs> you know, to to your the precursor to your meal, huh. and and here and also now here in the valley and here in the Rio Grande Valley in the valley, you go and they're like they all you don't want to have tacos. That's okay. They they have papas asadas. You know, baked potatoes, and these things are ginormous, man. You know, and that's basically a potato with taco. Right. Beans. So if you don't, if you feel like you don't want a fried, a greasy tortilla <laughs> or flour tortilla, you can, uh, I guess, carb with potato. But there's also lots of other things like what? Uh, so, are sopas? Oh, sopas. You know, and that plays more into the antojitos mexicanos, sopas gorditas. And then you can, yeah. you can go to the counter, the, the, the South American counterpart of Pupusas, which is a version of gorditas, just different. Mm-hmm. And then it's there's just so much, but that's for another cast. Yeah. But the variance and the variables in the in the similarities are 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 minute and sometimes monumental, and they they stand apart so much. And sometimes they're so similar that you're like, well, is you know one one why does one have one name? Why does the other one have another name? But again, that's a, that's more appropriate to the culture and the region of the yeah. area. <clears throat> and so, you know, you go for the trusty papa asada, and you can you don't want you want it with fajita, you want it with molleja, you want it with anything, anything you can fill a taco with, you can you can do it with. Yeah. And- <clears throat> so. It goes with that, you know, and, and that's always an option. And you go to a taqueria here, and they give you, like, you can get, like, a little combo, five tacos or four tacos with half a baked potato. And you're like, yeah, and, and baked potato beans, and you pay eight bucks and includes a drink, and pff, you're golden. Yeah. You, don't need, you don't need anything else, <clears throat> you know, and that's a, good, that's a good starting place. You know, that's a, that's a, good, that's a, that's a good meal, any way you see it. All right, so we're gonna touch a little bit uh, more heat for waking up. Now this creates a lot of evokes a lot of emotions. So many different things you can have with tortillas. Yeah, and so this evokes a little bit different uh, emotions from everybody, especially here in the Rio Grande Valley and San Antonio and Austin. And and not so much the Dallas Fort Worth area or the Houston area, but it's kind of trickles down to San Antonio, Austin, San Antonio. And who invented the breakfast taco? And mm-hmm. and it's kind of like 
it's it's it's, you know it it does it doesn't matter who created it it just matters that we perfected it Mm -hmm. because as we said before in our previous towards the tail end of our previous podcast our first first one you can't go into a gas station and get a taco a premium taco (laughs) a premium taco for a buck 95 with a homemade tortilla you in austin and san antonio you have to fucking go in a fucking sit-down restaurant yeah and the fact that they're so deluded and believe that they can i mean it's out of a fucking gas station they can't fucking compete with that You, you know and i'm not saying by no means am i saying that they don't have good tacos good breakfast tacos what i am saying is that they don't have awesome breakfast tacos from a gas station somebody making your tacos at five o'clock in the morning <clears throat> and then boom case closed i don't give a fuck what you say that's just how it goes i mean <clears throat> i've been to san antonio i've been to austin here in the valley you're gonna you go to a local gas station, Laredo Taco Company goes and takes care of you. Yeah. Hooks it up and, and you know, you there's always something. You can get eggs and papa. papa. My favorite's always the Q, the Q taco. taco. And that's always a good place to start. If you don't know where to start, you can't go bet wrong with, with beans, cheese. potato and eggs, cheese, and, and bacon. bacon. You can't go. And it's rolled up and it's. You know, buck ninety five. You can't go and wrong it's a with that. Tortilla. And it's a homemade tortilla. You know, they will they roll it out right in front of you. For Christ's sakes, man, you can't. And that's the biggest argument. Who invented it? It's not who invented it. Who perfected it? And we've, I'm we, sorry, we perfected it. We we've, we've got it down on lock. San Antonio, Austin. You can't come to the valley without getting a get breakfast a taco. taco. You just can't. You just can't. <clears throat> and if there is, please let us know. We will gladly travel and compare notes. Please, yeah. we're always up for a for a road trip, especially yeah, if it has to do with food, taco. taco and food. Any way, shape, or form, we want to go. Let us know. Hit us up on Instagrams at yeah. two underscore cooks, but follow us on Twitter, two cooks without a kitchen, and then our Instagram at two cooks without we a kitchen. Know. We want to know. It's important to us. Yeah. If you're listening to us on the yeah. Anchor app. Please leave a message. Give us feedback. It's important. We appreciate it. It doesn't matter if, if, if we're wrong or right. We want to hear back. We want, we, we want to ignite that, that food culture, food culture and, and knowledge and emotion out of everybody because that's how we learn. Yeah. I'm sorry. If, if I'm going to argue about with, with you something, I want to learn something in the process. I want to be able to learn your point of view and your experiences, and I'll be we'll be glad to share our experiences. Oh, I mean, yeah. if we haven't been pretty vocal about how passionate we are about just the taco and how it evokes different emotions and different people, and we haven't made that clear, yeah. well then, fucking listen to it again because we're pretty damn emotional about it and we're passionate because it, it's something, it's something that strong and and it's prominent in our culture. Not just our culture, every culture across that you can find that it's there's one in one way, shape, or form, there's a vehicle that does the same for them that the tortilla does for us. And that is called a taco. I don't care if you call it a and in the taco burrito, burrito is not is is not a rolled up taco. taco. It's a burrito is full it's rolled and folded into itself. Oh. Now Chimichanga is fried, okay? So when we, we, we and and then sauce. Yes. So let's clear that up. 
right now. A roll, to, a roll taco is not a fucking burrito. A roll taco is a taco. Just so you know, a little tidbit. A, you know, in going off subject, a pool <laughs> stick. In Spanish, they call it a taco. A pool stick, a cue, pool cue, is called a taco. Why? Because it's rolled, it's cylindrical, and it's, it's long. A taco is rolled up. It doesn't necessarily mean that it's folded. Now, I know what you, many of you may be saying. Well, are you sure that that's what... This is what we grew up with. Whether it's, again, whether it's wrong or right, please let us know your point of view. But a burrito is not a rolled taco. Uh, a, a rolled taco. It's not. And nor is it a taquito. You know, if that a were... A taquito the, is fucking fried. If that were the case, then... A burrito would be an enchilada would be a burrito. Yes. Because it's fucking rolled up. Yes. Does that make sense? If it doesn't, <laughs> go back, go back into the podcast and listen. A, bur- a, a, a you burrito know. is not. It's a freaking gringo thing. <laughs> and that's okay. And that's how food evolved. And that's how Glenn Bell popularized the fast food oh, God. and the taco. And that's okay. Yes. You know. Do we want to talk about Glenn Bell? Not necessarily. We're running. We're there. This should have really been broken up into two, into a two-part podcast. But we're trying to fit everything in, in one. And we have. We're just talking in South Texas and Central Texas. We haven't even talked Fort Worth. Mm-hmm. We haven't even talked California yet with their fish tacos and yeah. tacos of pescados, tacos of marisco. Or, but or Kogi and their their Korean style tacos. You know, we haven't touched any of that. You know, we haven't even touched gourmet or not. What's gourmet? Yeah. Shit, I, I think what Zach would, is doing is more of a gourmet taco than, 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 a, regular than a regular taco. taco. And, ta- and Zach gives you gour- taco prices, gourmet taco for a, ta- for a, for a for taco it. price, which is pretty awesome, you know. And he, he's trying to get people to taste, taste different different aspects of the taco and different oh, yeah, profiles. That's right. I'm going, should I talk about my Italian one that I'm <laughs> Zach wants to go on an Italian taco binge, and that's a work in the progress. And, and this and this podcast might turn into a two-part podcast. Yeah. We don't know yet. But what we do know is that tacos, um, damn it, yeah. they're, they're life. Yes. And whether you like them or not, if you like Taco Bell, there's nothing wrong. I like Taco Bell. I like burrito supreme. Yeah, late night night. Oh, my favorite is beefy, like cheesy beefy uh, burrito. You know, there's a regular crunchy taco. Hey, man, props to... That's what my mom is always searching for, the best crispy taco. You know, and there's soft tacos, crunchy tacos. You know, tacos dorados, you know, Glen Bell, or, you know, per, I mean, I guess. He, he didn't perfect it. He kind he, of like. He mass produced it and made it. produced it. And made it his own. And, yeah. you know, and, and you go on there and you look into the history of it. And there's, there's, there's contradicting stories to everything. Somebody else apparently had a. Had it tried, had the patent office hit the patent office before he did, <laughs> you know. But this guy happened to be, happened to be brown, yeah. and this was years and this was in this was years and years ago. And whether you choose to accept it or not, the racial bias was there, and they gave it to Bell, and he ran with it. And Taco Bell's here. Is it popular in Mexico? No, no they've they no. they've they they've attempted it and tried it, but and we, it failed. We, we've and, all seen. Haven't you seen that? What is it like Facebook that does that? Like Mexicans try Taco Bell, you know, and, and that, that's all good and dandy. But jumping from Bell, you know, he he made his he made his mark on the top on the taco world, and everybody else followed. And it's something that 
everybody kind of, you know, everybody's trying to make their little mark. He just made a bigger mark in yeah. the taco market, yeah. at least in the fast food aspect area of well, it. Well, he, he, he couldn't make it as a burger, man, so... Right, and he, he t- stuck to the tacos. Now, back to the g- do gourmet tacos or, or or tacos callejeros. Which but which do gourmet, you go for? I don't which, think gourmet tacos really is like a thing. Like uh, I get, I guess Pajol is doing their thing on a gourmet taco. Right, but he's yeah, but he's keeping it. He's keeping it to the traditional flavor. A lot, yeah, a lot of he's the traditional flavors, up. but he makes it look pretty. He makes it look pretty, and 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 I think when it comes to the gourmet, it's just like different salsas, like mm-hmm. pineapple salsas yeah, and apricot salsas, and all. And it, it just it's trying new flavors. Trying new flavors. Well, and it's in a taco, so they call it gourmet taco. But whether it's gourmet taco or tacos callejeros, who cares? If you're hungry, try them out. Hmm. You know. Being a being a being a food enthusiast, I don't you know if you love food, you try something at least once. You know you can't say I don't like it. I'm allergic to shellfish, everyone. I'm allergic you, to shellfish. I, oh, I've yeah. eaten king crab. Oh, I've eaten shrimp. I've eaten oysters. Japan. He's taken a bunch of epipens. <laughs> so you can't you can't you can't let that hold you back. Otherwise, you're never gonna learn anything. And you have to keep an open mind for flavors, for changes, for something new at all points in times. Now, before we head into the closing moments of our podcast, uh, something I want to talk about something that's regionally uh, regionally affects us here and or that's a staple is lunches. Oh, lunches! <clears throat> now, think what you want, lunches. Uh, now, lunches are not uh, like the real term. What is the real word? What is the real one? So the real the lunch the lunch comes from the lunch comes from the word lunch. Right, and I from what I've dug around and researched, that it was just lunches, lunch, hora de la comida, which is lunchtime. That's where that's where it stemmed from. So lunches, lunches is basically a sandwich, right? Now, here in the, here in the Rio Grande Valley, if you go to Progreso, Progreso Nuevo Mexico, este, you can get lunches. Now lunches is a is a staple there, and I was I I. Uh, as I, as we've gone to, to Mexico and eat lunches, it's a taco, but it's just served in a little small French bread, mm-hmm. if, which is what a lunch that's was. Fried. That's fried, and it comes back again yeah. to the fried bread, yeah. and, and it's something very Native American, very Native American like. Maybe not the same, but you know they lend to each other, like man culture. And they cross into each other, they bleed into each other, uh, other cultures, and we don't even realize it, and we're so stuck on it that we don't realize it. But it doesn't matter. So it, what matters is that we, we try it and we experience it and we share with other people. So lunches started like that. Um, here in Progreso, I sat down, I, I sit down, I always go to a particular uh, taqueria and she sells tacos and lunches, and I asked her, and I, you know, I'm like, how long have you been doing this? She's like, I've been doing this for 40 years. And she's like, before I just did tacos. And I'm like, and I asked her, how did you come about with lunches? She's like, well, 40 years ago, there was a man when I, when I first started my, my taqueria, he's like, there was my taco stand. He's like, she, she went ahead and she's like, there was this gentleman. He was from, he was from 
deep south in, in, the, in Mexico, the interior of Mexico, and he brought lunches, and he'd been doing lunches for a long time, and then he stopped, and he, he, he got sick and passed away, I believe it was what she said, and so she picked up, and everybody else kind of picked up the mantle, because they were super popular, and it's like, hey, you want a lunch, and you're like, hey, the taco meat, the, the, the bistec meat, mm-hmm. or with, with everything that goes in the taco, and people are like, I don't know, but... Once, like I said, people take chances once you try it, oh, and it's, so it, it, it's a like, turning point. Oh, well, when we go to Progresso, I always have to go to Victor's. Right. He has to go. What was yours? It, 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 she doesn't have a name, man. She just kind of has her little stall there. Oh, okay. And it's right off the bridge, man, as soon as you get off. But anyways, so it's something prominent that's been happening, and she serves it up. And it's super fucking tasty. Mm-hmm. And, and she had, you know, you go have a meal for five bucks, boom, see you later. Yeah. And you eat five lunches, six lunches, and you're down, boom, you're out. But <clears throat> that lunches, at least in our part, are part of the uh, of of taco, our, culture. Our taco culture here in the Rio Grande Valley is very prim- prominent. And it's an existing, it's something that you tell somebody what a lunch is. If the only reason they won't know what it is is if they haven't gone to Mexico, yeah. and apparently they only they don't travel to Reynosa to the other border towns yeah. if they stay in Progreso. So, uh, I guess uh, I want to remind you again if you're listening to us on the Anchor app, go ahead and leave a message, uh, leave us a voice message, or if you want to don't want to do that and you want to follow us on Instagram. Uh, at Two Cooks Without a Kitchen or Twitter, Two Cooks Without a Kitchen. Go ahead and direct message us and leave us a message. Follow us. Like, our, li- like us. Um, keep, keep listening. Keep listening for the next following episodes. Uh, we, you know, we have some interesting topics and exciting topics that we're thrilled about. And, you know, again, share your thoughts. If you don't follow us on Anchor, go to Google Podcasts or Spotify at Two Cooks Without a Kitchen. And if you follow us on our Instagram and our Twitter, our link to our iTunes, if that's easier for you, follow us on iTunes. So hit the subscribe button and you'll be up to date on everything that Zach and I post and what we're up to. And uh, please feel free to leave us a message. And always remember, stay hungry, be happy, and always, always be ready to eat. We'll see you all next week.